No matter what hour your clock strikes here, it's always Halloween, and I'm always your haunted host, Luce Tomlin Brenner. And tonight I am coming to you live from my hotel room in Boston, Massachusetts. This week I am here on the East Coast with Isaac for the Axe Wound Film Festival to see my newest film, Surprise, kick off its festival run here at my all-time favorite film festival. And we got in last night, and today we spent 12 glorious hours in Salem. So I just wanted to tell you a little bit about that because... Not only this week am I traveling for a film festival, but so is Greg. Greg is in Poland for the International Polish Film Festival. He's covering the festival and writing reviews for Slash Film. So we are both at film festivals working this week. So sadly, we can't do the traditional beautiful episode. And instead, I'm doing a DIY voice memo check-in from the road. I didn't want to leave you guys with nothing, especially after I spent all day in Salem today. I wanted to tell you a little bit about it. So I'm just going to do a little check-in. I asked for recommendations, and you guys gave me so many great recommendations, both in eek mails and on Instagram and on Patreon as well. So I wanted to hit you back with some Uh, Today we had a really terrific tour at the Phillips House, which is in the historic McIntyre district of Salem. Now, no one, I never get this as a recommendation, I think because it's not traditionally spooky. However, we had this incredible guide, Bob, and there was no one else at the house today. So we got to go on this two-on-one tour, essentially, this private tour, and he told us some really great ghost stories about the house and the several generations of people who had lived there. And it's the only it's the only house on Chestnut Street, which is this gorgeous historic district of Salem, the most beautiful old homes from the 1600s, 1700s you've ever seen. And it's the only like mansion, manor house that's open to the public. So it was really special, very inexpensive. There are $15 tickets, and it ended up being a two-hour tour, and everything in the house is original. So a lot of these old manor home tours end up being reproductions of what, or antiques, things that, you know, the curators thought might be there, or this is similar to what was there, but Every single thing in this house was original, down to the carpets, which they allowed you to walk on, and I found very stressful. But there was beautiful, over 6,000 antique books, everything from the late 1800s and uh, turn of the century, 1900s, all the way up to these really cool vintage cars from the 20s and 30s in the carriage house. So several decades of really beautiful antiques, fashion, furniture, dishware, and really terrific stories to go with it as well. So if you're interested in Salem history that's not necessarily around the witch trials, really recommend Phillips House. Plus, uh, it's on Chestnut Street, like I said, and that's parallel to Essex Street, where 
Allison's house from Hocus Pocus lives. So these two streets, the residential areas, are just filled with the brim. If you remember that house or you Google a picture, these giant, beautiful homes from the 1700s, 1800s. And I hadn't gotten to see any of the Hocus Pocus stuff before. So we saw the old town hall, Allison's house, and we went down to 4 Ocean Avenue where Max and Danny's house is. And the most exciting part about seeing that house is it looks exactly the same. Sometimes when you visit old film houses, um, anything that used to be a movie set, it looks really different or smaller or uglier. (laughs) And this one looked not only the same, but somehow just as magical. We were there at night and it was a really silent street. So there was an air of creepiness to it. And there's kind of this like craggly old tree in front of it. And it was right on the water, hence Ocean Avenue. So then you got a little bit of um, some sea air and the like lapping of the water. And it was so dark and there were a bunch of stars. So it was a really, really nice night and a really special experience to see that house. So uh, I really appreciate that the owners didn't do a lot to change it. Uh, we So we walked up and down, like I was saying, the historic uh, Essex Street and Chestnut Street and also Derby Street as well. And that's where the old town hall is, where the party happens, the, one of the best Halloween parties ever when the parents are there and get hypnotized by the Sanderson sisters. And we also, speaking of Sanderson sisters, other than visiting some of these historic homes, We also had to check in at some witch stores. So we went to a couple. One was Hex, Old World Witchery. Now this store truly felt like you could do some black magic on someone if you really needed to. Like there were voodoo dolls, there were curses, (laughs) there were um, bags of dirt and all kinds of ingredients that you do not see at just a grocery store. There was also this really beautiful altar where people left trinkets and notes, and there was this like stash of, stack of parchment where you could write uh, a note to loved ones that had passed. So I wrote a little note to my grandparents, who I miss and I love so much, and who also just loved Halloween, and I always feel their creative spirit because they were also very involved with theater and music and I miss them all the time so I wrote them a little I miss you note and put that on the altar Uh, and then we went to this one of my favorite places in Salem it's called House Witch and it is all magical items around keeping your house nice and cleansed and romantic and comfortable and bright. So there's everything you could think of, like kitchen witch stuff, cleaning supplies, beautiful fabrics, and pillows. They also have a ton of zines. I picked up a really cool zine there today that was specifically about how making zines is a form of witchcraft which of course really spoke to me. So I picked that up and I'll share some pictures of that at another time. Oh, it's called Conjure Zines as Ritual Magic. And it's by 
Nexia Gray. Very cool zine. Excited to pick one up. I also talked to them about possibly carrying the lantern's way there. So we're going to email about that. And I dropped off some postcards for It's Always Halloween there. So if you're in the Salem area, you might see I dropped them off all around town, so it would be very fun if we got some new Salem lanterns after this experience. And then finally, we stopped into one of the, actually the oldest witch store in all of Salem. It's called Crow Haven Corner. It's in this beautiful big black house with pink accents and pink neon lights. And this was like the first modern witchcraft store that pretty much popularized bringing witchcraft back to Salem or maybe to Salem for the first time, basically destigmatizing witchcraft. And they're also huge animal rescuers. And they have a store cat named Faye. And there's this really cool area where they do all of their like magical rituals and psychic readings and, you know, special events. And they have this big red throne and the cat was just perched on it like it was for her and not for the magical women that worked there. <laughs> She's one of the magical women, probably. Very sweet, very cute, creamy ginger cat. Reminded me of Baloney, who, of course, I already miss just two days in, and I wish he was with us. So I definitely recommend they do a witch tour also where they walk around. It's a walking tour of Salem, but through the eyes and with the perspectives of actual Salem witches. So we didn't have an opportunity to do that, but it sounded incredible. And so that's something that I had not heard recommended before. And I had such great conversations with the owner and the other two witches that were working there. So I definitely recommend stopping in there and taking that tour if you're able to, because it sounds like really special and singular from other ones that are offered. And lastly, we had a really great meal at a tavern called Mercy, Mercy Tavern. (laughs) And I had pumpkin ravioli, which is incredible because they don't typically get that opportunity. And I had pumpkin ale. It was my first pumpkin ale of the season with a cinnamon sugar rim. That was, I had two of them. It was one of the best things I've ever had. I've never thought to put cinnamon sugar on a rim of anything before. So that's a little hot, I was going to call it baking tip. That's how much I bake. (laughs) That's my baking tip. Put sugar in your beer. (laughs) Um, All right, guys. Well, that's a little taste of what we got into today. Oh, I do want to tell you about the Salem, uh, I can't say it, Athenium? Athenium? The Salem Athenium. It's this historic library that's also on Essex Street off the beaten path. Again, I hadn't had this recommended to me, but you can just walk in during the day and they have all kinds of historic books and uh, exhibits and history about Salem. So that was really fun to poke around in. Oh, and speaking of historic books, the other library that we checked out today was the Satanic Temple of Salem. It's like the Satanic Temple headquarters. Highly recommend the documentary Hail Satan if you haven't seen it. They have their headquarters in Salem, and they have an incredible library of books about witchcraft and the occult and Satanism and the Satanic Panic and all of the basically moral panics and 
folklore and, you know, harmful rumors about, uh, you know, satanic ritual abuse, something that is not real, but has been created by society for political gain. They have all kinds of propaganda that they've kind of collected uh, that has been used, you know, over the last several decades. And they kind of have an exhibit of that. And it's really interesting. They also have a collection of Salvador Dali art originals, which was very cool to see. And of course, their famous uh, Baphomet sculpture. And I had a blast. That was actually maybe my favorite part of the Salem trip this time. So again, this is just a quick little check-in. I don't even have my microphone with me. And of course, I know you're not hearing any of our regular cozy music. So thank you for checking in and hanging out with us, uh, hanging out with me. Isaac's here too, but he doesn't want to, uh, he's not the performer, so he doesn't want to chime in. Uh, but this is all just a little voice memo on my phone. I didn't want to leave you guys hanging this week while I was traveling, while Greg was traveling. I hope you're having a really fun September. It's almost autumn. This this Saturday is our first day of autumn. So I hope that you do something fun. We're going to get some apple cider donuts this weekend. We're using the New England apple cider donut map that I linked in last week's episode. If not last week's, it might have been the weeks before. But I have linked it in our show notes in the past. You can also just Google New England apple cider donut map. And there's a whole Google map where it'll show them all over the area. It's very cool. So we're going to do that this weekend as well. And the film festival starts uh, today, Friday at 930. So I'm really excited to spend the weekend celebrating my film and celebrating other uh, DIY filmmakers, horror work and meeting some new filmmakers. So that's how I'll be celebrating fall this weekend. And then I'll be back in LA next week with a traditional Small Frights episode. We'll also be coming out with our bonus episode next week that's going to be about our favorite Stephen King adaptations. Greg and I are going to record that and release that next week. We also have Book Club where we're going to be discussing Salem's Lot. That's uh, next Thursday. And we also have Stephen King Shalakfest Saturday coming up on Saturday, September 30th. We were watching three of the worst Stephen King adaptations, Graveyard Shift, Sleepwalkers, and Maximum Overdrive. That's a triple feature on Saturday. So please, if you want a little bit of extra fun and hang out with some of the lanterns and enjoy our community on Patreon, it's patreon.com slash it's always Halloween. Thank you so much for all the Ghoul Gang members supporting us. And thank you out there for listening to the most DIY episode of It's Always Halloween because we celebrate Halloween even when we're in a hotel room with friends muted in the background. Please join us next time for a higher production value. Unless you get hexed by an old pile of unlabeled dirt. <laughs>